I knew of like the fanfic stuff because I uh-huh. accidentally read a couple and it would report back <laughs> and be like, Chris, there's, I'm like, I stopped reading when it said you open the door with your heart on and your tidy whities and I what? couldn't. <laughs> and I went back and I was like, guys, do you know what fan fiction is? Don't read it. This is that awkward part of the Zoom where you're not really sure what they can. Hi! Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Hi. Yes. Hello. Hi, how's it going? I'm I'm using my friend Jenna's computer because mine shit the bed this morning. Oh, no. What Damn. happened? I have no idea. It's probably all the porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You are on the right podcast. Oh, yeah. That is just the most excellent. We're going to open it that way. That's going to be the opening part of the podcast. <laughs> I've never, I haven't had a computer do that since high school and that <clears throat> that was the reason why so <laughs> let me i'm ashley just ha- yeah. hello nice to meet you <laughs> i'm gara um, this gara this is our incredible producing intern assistant pr person laura who she gets a you. new name every time <laughs> she is the one that emailed your manager and and booked she's responsible for booking all of our best guests i don't know what i do um and uh laura anything that you want to say before before we move into the por- the portion, this is the, the Laura has very few benefits in this job, so I let her say this hello to the guests. Use it, Laura. <laughs> Make it good. <laughs> Kevin, my graduation cap when I graduated college said Glee did this to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very nice to meet you, and thank you for. Thank you for reaching out to my manager and getting me here. She's the best. We love Laura. She uh, is. And also, if this makes it to air, happy birthday, Laura. You drunk texted me last night. We're so grateful <laughs> to have you on the show. <laughs> love you, Laura. <laughs> we love Laura. Yeah, so this is the We're Having Gay Sex podcast. It's very relaxed, very casual. We just go round table. We ask each other if we've had gay sex that week, and you can answer how whatever moves you doesn't have to be from this week it doesn't even have to be sex it can be a bad date it can be it could be like a breakup story it could be a coming out story anything did i miss anything gara no yeah really whatever you want anything you want we bend to you (laughs) literally i was uh... (laughs) there you go gay sex (laughs) i do have i don't have a rim shot on here <laughs> I have that. This is the. This you is need our one. We need a rim. How do I not have you a, need rim a rim shot? Now you know. If you get a rim shot, please. I, can you name it after me? Because I'm here. Yes. yes. The Kevin yeah, McHale rim shot. The... <laughs> yeah. Don't search that on Pornhub. It'll crash yeah. your computer. <laughs> yeah. Don't. <laughs> More you know. Well, we are in the apartment. We're having gay sex. You would not believe who we're having gay sex with you today. Would not. Take a guess. It's Kevin McHale. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. yeah. How did this happen? How did it happen? I, I like to have gay sex. And so here I am. Yeah. We kind of just like shouted out the window and Kevin was hey, like, Hey, Kevin McHale, do you like gay sex? I, I will say the email I got from my manager was like, gay sex podcast. I'm assuming you want to do this. <laughs> Perfect. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Yes, I will listen to them, but I also, yes, I will say yes. <laughs> Beautiful. We're so glad to have you. Everyone knows you from Glee, obviously, but here's my favorite thing about you, and I didn't put this together until literally you booked the podcast. And I was Googling, and I was like, what is Kevin McHale working on? Because I'm sure you get sick of talking about Glee. Unfortunately, that's all we're going to be discussing today. Um, because for many, for <laughs> yeah. many people... Gay sex is glee. Yeah, we're having glee sex. That's we're that's having... all sex that I have. That was a lot of people's first time realizing they were gay was yeah. glee. Um, but I Googled you and then I started digging into your past because I was like, oh, Kevin's been doing this a really long time. You have the most incredible guest star on The Office and I didn't put it together <laughs> yes, until like last yes! week. Yes! Holy yes, shit. That was, that was be- right before I started having gay sex. <laughs> yeah okay so wait i have a question when you were on first of all that guest star is so fucking funny and i don't know i was like would you rather be on glee or do a guest star on the office i was literally like which one of those two things like two amazing things i i do randomly get recognized for it a lot like one episode of that 
I get recognized to this day, at least like a quarter of the time. Like you would think that it would just be Glee all the time, but it's like some bro, it would be like, you're in the office. You're the pizza, you're the pizza kid. That's, That's literally <laughs> Ashley right now. We are literally not going to talk about Glee at all. She's like, what would you rather have? Be on an amazing, like, eight-season show written by Ryan Murphy or be on one episode of The Office? And for Ashley, that's better. <laughs> uh, with But with so many scenes with Steve Carell. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I think it's a fair question because... Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like it's, that show and those people were just, like, the nicest, nice... Also, yeah. the cushiest setup. Let me just say, for example, Glee was an extremely difficult show to shoot because you yes. have musical numbers. There's 80 people in the cast and you have right. to cover yes. every single person for every single scene. It takes yeah. a billion years to do an episode. That show, it's on one stage <laughs> in the Valley in LA. There's no, it's not like a, like a studio lot. It's one set. This is going to sound really technical and dumb. But no, no, this is fascinating. Pre-lit. Like a lot of the times, like when you go film a scene, for example, you go rehearse it for the crew. They light it for yeah. the next hour yes. or two. Yes. And yeah. then you come back and start shooting it for a bunch of hours. There, you rehearse it, you you then you shoot it. Like it was so quick and everybody's obviously very talented and like professional, not like us assholes on Glee. <laughs> it, was, it was just like the best, the best experience. I love that. Anytime I would see them afterwards. I love too. this. Yo, fuck Glee. <laughs> fuck Glee. Yeah, We're no, not- no, no. We're not talking about Glee on this episode, so everyone can just shut it off right now. <laughs> if you're here for Glee, this is only a this podcast is now just to discuss guest stars on the yeah, office and right, nothing right. else. <laughs> Ugh, what a fucking cool experience. And I'm sure at the wow. time, as a young actor, oh, yeah. you just must have been flipping I'm out. Shitting myself. Like I, wow. I was so nervous. I was, just, I was just, I'm like, how do I not laugh the entire time? I didn't know what to do. I had, I didn't know how to do this. Like the only thing I had ever done was like an episode of a Nickelodeon show once. And that is a very <laughs> different experience. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, these are like, no shade on Nickelodeon, but like, you know, these are like real comedians and like- No, actors. fuck you, Nickelodeon. Yeah. <laughs> Who is famous? Who is famous? At the, Summer Sanders, get out of here. Figure it out. Oh Go fuck God. yourself. <laughs> wow. I love what this episode is turning into an episode just for our straight fans. So straight fans, <laughs> we see you. Um, we're having straight sex this week with Kevin McHale. <laughs> um, the other the other huge question I wanted to ask you. Well, we should probably introduce ourselves. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that first. Okay. And then we'll get Let's into it. Let's do that first. I'm Ashley Gavin. I'm a comedian. I'm not as successful as Kevin McHale. I've never been on The Office. Wow. Can someone tell me what Glee is? I'm a cis gay white woman. She, her pronouns. Did I do it, Gara? You did. And I am so, I'm just, I'm having a great day. I have a Zoom comedy show later today. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, good for you, Ashley. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I got my favorite sweatshirt on. I'm feeling good. As yeah. always, we have our youth in the sound booth yeah. who keeps me from getting canceled. My little uh, my little snowflake on the subway deep in Brooklyn. Thank you. Wow. Gara Lawning. Here Thank we go. Thank you so much. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. I was actually um, I was actually born. Um, Ryan Murphy gave birth to me, so I actually was. He's he's my father, and um, I'm like so beyond excited to be here. My pronouns are I'm shitting my absolute pants. It's Kevin McHale. Kevin, I went to Glee Live eighth grade you probably get this all the time like people my age that are like kevin you you birthed you are the reason i'm gay in the (laughs) queer world yeah you dipped my head (laughs) what's gay what's gay holy water is it coconut water is it Lacroix? what is it it's like all poppers (laughs) they it's like you just like pop a bunch of poppers dip the head don't do that at home um (laughs) definitely uh, do not do that to a baby no 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 don't do that yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, my pronouns are they, them, shitting my pants. Uh, Kevin, you probably don't remember me from Glee Live in 2011, but I was about 40 <laughs> rows back, really screaming my head off. So, um, yeah, I'm pansexual, I'm queer, and I'm just happy to be here. That is beautiful. What's your Thank favorite you. number, Gara? 
Oh my god. Well, the thing <laughs> is, the thing is, is Kevin in uh, Kevin. I don't know if you remember this, but in Glee Live, you get to do safety dance, which yep. is like that's a killer song because they let you like come out and be like, because you can dance, like you can really dance. So that was a highlight number for me. But I was there to see Darren Chris, so I'm I'm sorry for that. But no apologies needed. I understand. <laughs> Um, sure. I totally forgot to say this, Kevin. You can in we are so conversational. You can interrupt us at any time. <laughs> yeah, just tell us to shut up. Ever. <laughs> and if there's anything that you say that you don't want in here, let me know because I can take it out. <laughs> You'll probably um, know, Biggie. That that should not be in there. Okay. We <laughs> no, don't give poppers to babies. Got it. Um <laughs> I I'm Kevin McHale, pronouns he him. Also, I love hearing when people went to Glee Live or as we called it, Glee Live, and wow, um, <laughs> me too. I was I was in on the joke too. So. Yeah, Glee Live. Um, yeah, because we didn't. Obviously, more people saw the show than went to the concerts, and the concerts was such like a special, like unique thing. That anytime yeah. someone says, "I'm like, did you like it?" Because we had no idea. Like, I had a great time. I was like, was the show any good? I have no yeah. idea. So it was very good. I was like sobbing. Like, have pictures from my <laughs> digital camera. I like saved, I saved like the confetti on the floor, but cause you guys like launch confetti, like loser like me. And you like toss like the confetti. Yeah. And I, I think I still have it. I like carried it with me to Brooklyn. <laughs> it's like my queer passport. <laughs> you've got it. You've got a little vial that you wear around your neck. <laughs> yeah. I did, yeah. Which city did you see it in? Cause that also. I saw it in a uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, Minneapolis. Uh, yeah, that was the best crowd we had because I I, oh. should, I remember this. I had my friend. I knew one person there from Texas that I grew up with, and mm -hmm. he like worked for like some indie radio or something. He was like, "You're going to hate this, but if you want if you want to come, I have like free tickets and just get like super <laughs> wasted." And I saw him a couple years ago, and somehow Safety Dance came up. I was like, "Oh, do you remember this from the show?" He's like, "You did this." And he's like, oh, I blacked out at your show. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> God, him and all the 40-year-old mothers just like at the bar just being like, please yes. give me another drink. <laughs> but that crowd was crazy. You guys were nuts. I loved it. That We were like, oh. Thank you. That was all me. <laughs> you ruined it for a lot of the rest of the country because we got to Cleveland. We're like, these people suck. But but Kevin, that's because we were all closeted <laughs> queer kids because we were all driving from like middle of nowhere, Iowa. We're just like. Thank you. Like you say my life. Every single person there drove hours to get there. Just clear yeah. across states. <laughs> um what yeah. you said was so cool. This is so true about uh, this is true for me with live comedy. You remember when I think you you think that these people do so many shows that they don't remember different cities, different audiences. You can really remember every single performance if it was like a true like you can kind of remember like all oh, the crowd was like kind of dead that mm -hmm. night or this crowd was great. I think it's fascinating. Like that tour, we did 44 shows in six weeks. Whoa. Four countries. It's, Holy wow. shit. I don't know if it was legal, but we did it. And... <laughs> it's a lot of glee. Isn't that kind of like its motto? <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're just going to do this. But I remember every single show. In my head, I have like a rating of how the audience was. Because I, wow. I would see it. Because if they weren't good, you're like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you for not and being And we had good. to do matinees, which is absurd for a concert. Oh, wow. All these 80-year-old grandmas at the matinee for the glee line. <laughs> I, you know what's interesting about musical performance is as a comedian, when the crowd sucks, I can say, fuck you. I literally do that. <laughs> I'm literally like, fuck right. you guys for not being good. Yeah. And then most of the time they're like, you know what? You're right. We're not being good. We will be better. That's my whole thing is I yell at people and they enjoy it. Um, right. But you can't do that. You can't do that when you're singing. Right. And also when you're performing for like ages like 10 to like 16 yeah. You years think I old. care? I will tell a, a nine-year-old, fuck you. <laughs> I'll be like, if you're going to bring Timmy to my gay ass show, he better be here to Actually, laugh. you know what I just realized? You should be in like a Sue Sylvester, like pre kind of like before Batman becomes Batman sort of thing. Mm. That's what you should do. You're like have such like Jane Lynch, like angry Jane Lynch vibes. Yeah. Someone someone manifest this. The Sue Sylvester yeah. origin story. I'll dye yeah, my hair. Go. 
Yeah, cut it and dye it. Yeah. <laughs> we got to talk about gay sex or the listeners are going to be like, what I the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm going to be talking about the last guy that I tried to hook up with. Super. I am the gay. Kevin, I don't know if you can tell, but men don't typically go after me very often. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I did not try very hard to be straight. I kissed one one boy successfully. Wow. Tim. I was a freshman in college and I was in a computer science class with this guy named and he was, oh shit. Real name? I gotta name? let Kevin. Yeah, that yeah, was his let real Kevin name. I gotta believe him. it. I gotta, we let the guests name our, my hookups. So oh. let me describe to you and then you can give him a, what his name actually is on the show. Okay. He was a senior taking a computer science class with me and he played Hot. ultimate frisbee and Hot. he had like he was oh, a senior yeah. but he had salt and pepper hair like he he was going gray very early in life huge huge nose schnoz and very sweet what do you name this guy i i want to call him andy but i don't know why andy no it that's his good. name his name's andy he was in this class with me and i thought that he liked me like he would talk to me yeah you know what i mean like after class this never happened. <laughs> After class, he would like speak to me. Got it. Sure. You know what I mean? I feel like when men do hit on you, you sit there the whole time and you're so perplexed. <laughs> yeah. Like you're honestly like, do you understand what you're doing right now? But Andy was Andy was fully flirting is what you're saying. Andy like took me as like he made an effort after class to like walk places with me. Uh-huh. This never. Okay. Yeah. As- <laughs> As, like, the quote-unquote, like, more mask partner, I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Sure, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Are you, uh, Kevin, what, do you have, like, a type at all? It's, it's changing. It's evolving. I, I don't know. At this point, I don't know. It's sort of open to everything. <laughs> Who did you start seeing that you were like, well, this changes everything? I always liked guys, like, my own age. And so a couple of my friends were like, you're ageist. You don't like anybody who's, like, old or whoa uh, wow like, i know i just like you know the guys that are close to my age i don't know this like, has never happened before it's usually the reverse yeah like yeah my a lot of my gay friends could not understand how i didn't like older guys i was like i and like you just like little twinks i'm like no 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 i just like my <laughs> age I've, yeah and then as i've gotten older it's like oh i guess i don't care like that that sort of has gone away that sure. self-imposed restriction or whatever it was mm, and now yeah. it's all is fair okay well now we know if you're one of our few 90 year old daddy bear listeners kevin <laughs> is available I'm, i might Absolutely. be down. i had wait I, I have one other question and then i'm gonna get back into my story were you out when you started like acting in glee no <laughs> is the short answer but very quickly, I sort of, I came out, I guess I came out, I don't even know what I, I don't know how it happened, but mm. to Jenna, Amber, and Chris Culper, who were on the show, um, especially to Chris, Chris was 18 when he got cast, and so when we wow. were, I was 20, and we were the young ones, and mm. I, because he was from a really small town in Northern California, it was back in the day, like on AIM, when you go into chat rooms and like talk to yes. people and things yeah. like that, so I was used to like being anonymous all the time in chat rooms, yeah. figuring myself out. So with Chris, like over AIM, I started to like, it's like, I'm going to tell him so he feels comfortable telling me because I didn't know where he was at with himself. And so yeah. that sort of started the process, I guess, of me telling people. You came out over AIM? Oh yeah, fully over, <laughs> yeah. So, that is so cute. Yeah. I don't think our younger listeners know how no. incredibly cute, because that's where, when we were young, that's where we were all gay first. Yes, totally. We didn't have the apps to sort of like hide behind and it was just, right. yeah, I am like, you have. You had that. While I'm sitting here like, what is, <laughs> what's AIM? <laughs> On my Wattpad. I... <laughs> like, is it Tumblr? Well, that... <laughs> Do you know Tumblr? <laughs> well, that was the other part of my, qu- oh, sorry, go on. No, that, so that, that started it. And I had like this boy that I had like the biggest crush on. We ended up dating oh. for like eight years. Whoa. And so that happens right at the same time. And so then slowly, also Leah Michelle has like the craziest gaydar in the entire world. <laughs> wow. Her, her whole motto was like gay until proven straight. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so like she just... knew 
but like really didn't push me on it until I would say like season two. She was like, so tell me about like, who are you seeing? And like, well, this girl, she's like, okay, so every time you say girl, you really emphasize it. I was like, oh. (laughs) I was like really half-assing it because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, why am I not telling? I didn't, I didn't feel any shame or anything like that. I just sort of thought professionally like, oh, I'm just going to probably have to hide that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever that is, but very quickly I was like, okay, fuck that. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're such a, uh, first of all, the most Leah Michelle thing that I've ever heard is the idea of her going up to people being like, you're gay, right? Like, I don't know why that fits her personality (laughs) so well, but just like you can hire her as a professional gaydar. But you have such an interest because when I was watching you in the office, Oh my god, this is so funny. I went This is like a bit. This is so funny, Ashley. I am a I know everyone says one episode of The Office fan. (laughs) I know everyone says it, but I'm a huge Office fan. I am. I it influences all of my comedy writing. But I went back and I watched it and I was like, you're such an interesting type because you're so good at angsty. You could be totally angsty straight guy. Like, angsty but sensitive straight guy is a great type for you. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I, I, and now it's a little harder because sure. I was like putting myself on tape for an audition the other day and I was like, I'm so gay. I, <laughs> I was like, nobody's going to buy this that I like have a crush on this girl. I'm like, I don't know. I got to be a better actor. It's really. Man. I don't read for anything like that. If I'm not going in for Lady Cop, I don't know why they called me in at all. <laughs> lady Cop. <laughs> to be fair, it was like the first like straight role audition I've had in a very long time. So I was thrown. That's promising, wow. though, for the industry. That's I mean, like, I'm glad they're writing something. Yeah, it, it, it is. It was like as soon as uh, like it was publicly known that I was gay, I only got sent gay auditions. And I was like, mm-hmm. what? I'm like, why are you limiting me now? I was like, I'm happy I'm now getting these gay auditions because I wasn't before. But also, you cut out that whole other section. There's obviously more roles in the straight world. But but straight people are totally welcome to audition for all the gay shit. That's that's the fucked up part now. That they're yeah. like, well, he can't play a straight guy. He's yeah. he's gay, yeah. Kevin. Yeah, but then you have like James Franco, like getting an Oscar nomination for playing a gay man in Milk. Yeah, um, so I was more nuts. thinking James Corden. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's another one. Wow, all the James. Wild, wild. Let me get to the crux of this story. I'm like, think he likes me, and I I don't know how I feel about him. I want to like him. He yeah. is nice. He has this salt and pepper vibe going on. Are you no. out? Okay, got it. No. I couldn't remember when you came out. Although everyone at Bryn Mawr, everyone at my college is like, Ashley is a closeted, self-loathing, homo- uh, self-loathing homophobic gay person. That's what everyone was so... <laughs> they bullied me for being homophobic against myself. Wow. Th- wow. That's, Bryn- that's a women's college in a nutshell for you. Wait, so it's a women's college, but men can go there. Yes, there's a, there's a co-ed. We have like a bi-college thing. So every now and then you have like one kid in your class with you. One, sure. some random dude. And that was Andy. Got so it. Andy is like talking to me and I like can't compute what is happening. And then one night we are alone in the computer science lab together. Fuck. <laughs> I've seen this video. <laughs> it wrecked my computer. <laughs> Very sexy place. Oh my God, I remember it vividly we have like the computers are around the outside of the room on like a desk that lines the walls like um in a in like a corner and i'm on one kind of wall and he's on the other so our backs to are to one another but like i can feel you know when you're like you're like you're like i know that he can like i sense everything that he's doing he senses everything that i'm doing like every type you're like kind of morse coding to each other yeah 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 (laughs) and we're like helping one another and i was like is this gonna happen is this what makes me straight i'm so excited i wanted to like him so badly naturally he was sweet so i thought maybe maybe he likes an obnoxious masculine woman you know So we're sitting in the lab. The tension is rising. And then he farts. What? He farts. This is not what I thought was going to happen. Just taking a turn. <laughs> was it like Was it like long? Was it kind of like loud and short? Noticeable. Not- loud and, and short. Smelly? Noticeable. 
Okay. Not smelly. Did he like try to hide it or he was like comfortable enough to let it go? <laughs> there was a, <laughs> yeah. we were really in love and like, before married even now. kissing. <laughs> he apologized. He like waited a beat. That's how I knew he liked me because he waited a beat. Mm. I could tell he was like, fuck, I just farted in front of this girl. Romantic. Yeah. So he, <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that, but that is the sexy saxophone. <laughs> so he, he waited a beat, then said, sorry. And I didn't, I was like, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to pretend that this didn't happen. Oh, that's nice wow. of you. Yeah. I thought very accommodating. Yeah. Then, a couple minutes later, he farts again. No! And, yeah. Andy, no! Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. He needed to just excuse himself. That's like, exactly- if you know you're going to have a back-to-back, like, you got business to go do. <laughs> like, you got to... Absolutely. He had the Maybe opportunity. it's a test. <laughs> it's a Maybe test? Maybe it's a test is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's like, if I fart... Okay, first time... She didn't say anything. Second time. Third time, she's like, I'm wiping this up right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I well, I was like, you you should have it. I am instantly not attracted to him anymore. I was like, this is over. He should have excused himself to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And that like fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, I am gay. Like this (laughs) is fool me twice, shit on you. You gotta go. Man, you should have stood up and been like, dude, I was going to go straight. I thought I was straight for you. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) You're like, I thought it was the Natasha Lyonne of the computer science world. I'm not. (laughs) I am gay. (laughs) That's so funny. Gara, that's so good. You are on today, Gara. You're on fire. Thank you. I have to for my lord and savior, Kevin McHale. (laughs) (laughs) Natasha Lyonne of the computer science world. That's so funny. And honestly, I think, well, that's when... That's when I should have really known that I was gay. Because I think if a cute girl farted in front of me twice, I w- I don't think I would care so right, at Ashley. all. No, you're so right. You are so right. <laughs> I would have been like, test. oh, it's so cute that she's farting in front of me. I would have loved very, it. very, very true. <laughs> that is so true. You're like, oh, that's sort of adorable. They just accidentally farted. I can read it out a million different ways. Right? <laughs> like, if you think if you think some guy is cute, for me some girl like you're willing to deal with any of their red flag bullshit oh especially if they're talking i'm just shocked they're talking to me so like i'll put up a couple farts (laughs) (laughs) you're like halfway through the conversation you killed your mother that's so interesting you must be real you must be really emotionally strong how did you dispose of the body Oh man, that's why I know it's not that's much of a story, it? but that's it. I thought I, thought you I don't know. I thought it would this guy. God no. Oh, Wait, hold that's on. it. I, so, that's my story. Okay. So the, uh, leading up to this point in the computer lab, like he was spending <laughs> extra time with you, talking to you, going out of his way. Oh, that's a fair question. Like what happened after? Yeah, like immediately after the second part. Like, how did you get out of this, and what was your relationship I like after? I finished that? my homework. And I left the lab and I never. And then within probably like a week or two, I started dating a girl. <laughs> You're like, wow. yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah. The farts <laughs> expedited the process. Like one yeah. fart was like a few months. Two farts was like, that was like in a week. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> Three farts would have been like, you'd run out of that computer lab, just like find the nearest <laughs> gay girl, the nearest woman and just kiss her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, for contrast, Old Jen, my first, my first like official grown up girlfriend, mm, old, Jen. old Jen, was in my my Kevin, my current girlfriend is named Jen. Yeah, <laughs> that's the correct reaction. Yes, I'm so sorry, and also every other woman I've dated. No, I'm kidding. I know a lot of gay Jens. Gay Jens. Yeah, I do. I actually do think gay Jen is like a thing. Yeah, uh, I, I know a lot of gay Jens too. Well, that's my gay sex room this week. I never got to ask Kevin my once. I've been trying to ask this uh, question the whole time. Were you aware? Okay, so you know about fan made. Like when you were on the episode of The Office. When you were on what the was office. Catering like, like what was the food like? <laughs> Craft services. Tell me about Oscar. Tell me about Oscar Nunez because that's the only person we want to have on the show. Oh my god. <laughs> sweet man, sweet man. Did, no, it's not a. It's not an office question. Did you know, because I had a video 
on TikTok. We're biggest on TikTok. And I had a, a viral video not long ago about fan-made videos. And every single person, I was like, what's your favorite, like, gay fan-made video? And everyone was like, glee, 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 glee. Were you, do you know about these? Like, uh, like glee TikToks? Back in the day on Tumblr, people were editing together oh. shots of, like, oh, yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then cutting it together with sh scenes from other shows, creating right. gay mashups. Right. And like the background music would be like, started out with a kiss, how did it end up like this? It like wasn't even a song from Glee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what we're talking about? No. Yes, Oh, dude. No, so <laughs> I, I knew of like the fanfic stuff because I uh -huh. accidentally read a couple and it would report back <laughs> and be like, Chris, there's... I'm like, I stopped reading when it said you open the door with your heart on and your tidy whities and I what? couldn't. <laughs> so did you read like fanfic, a gay fanfic about yourself? Yeah. And I, I didn't know because I didn't know what fanfic was at the time. And I was like venturing off. I'm like, oh, what is the story? And it was about us as real people this like not as our characters. yeah and i got like a couple paragraphs in you're like oh sweet someone wrote a like 50 page essay <laughs> like one of the things like that we had back then besides like chat rooms and things were like people would post like fictional gay love stories and so i would look at yeah. those like oh this is great and so someone was writing something about me and Chris. I'm like, oh, this could be cute. Like, how weird. And then it got really sexual and graphic. And I was like, I, <laughs> I, this is not not for me. And then I went back and I was like, guys, do you know what fan fiction is? Don't read it. Don't do it. Yeah, damn. Maybe why you don't know about it is because most of it was, like, done with, like, Klain and done with, like. I've probably seen, yeah, there's a lot of, like, Darren ones. So hack. Hack. <laughs> Of course, there's Darren fanfic. Of course. Yeah. Real ones make Where's fanfic Kevin? about Kevin McHale on The Office. <laughs> That's walks right. into the room. <laughs> Steve Carell gets a glint in his eye. Um, Real obscure. <laughs> oh, man. Fa someone, a listener, please write just a sample paragraph of um, Kevin McHale oh, office fanfic. Do. And please, please write in. Do. Someone. Please. please. No, you're going to get like 50 <laughs> people writing like a full novel. That gets turned into like a Fifty Shades of Grey like spin-off. That's fine. If you can make it between me and John Krasinski, we're, we're, it's on. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, let's get to you. Did you have gay sex this week? I, di I did have gay sex this week. Hell yeah. That's great. I I went, this is the gayest story ever. I went to Palm Springs. Whoa. Good start. Great start. Palm Springs, for people listening who don't know, is just like old gay people. And I've been wanting to like get out of my house. And so sure. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go like Airbnb a place. And then yeah. I told my boyfriend, I was like, you can come here or not. It's up to you. <laughs> like, oh, I'm like, I'm just going to get away. Because like we all see the same like three people. Yes. Because like, I'm not seeing any friends here. Like we're still very much like social distancing, quarantining in the house. And so I was like, I'm just gonna go. I need to get in the pool. I need to just take my clothes off and skinny dip. It's what I. It's what I need. Yeah. Luckily, he ended up coming the second day because I was very scared the first night. Didn't didn't think that through. It was like it's in the desert. It's quiet. I was like, oh yeah, this is somebody's <laughs> house. They can make it whenever they want. Um, <laughs> And so I'm pretty sure I've read this fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows me personally, if you get me near any sort of body of water, it's it's there was a pool, the boyfriend shows up. It it didn't take long. You know? Yeah. It was just that was that was it. We had gay sex and this this poor woman's Airbnb. <laughs> oh, she knows. Yeah. She knows. Yeah, we we put on a show. Yeah. It was <laughs> Well, Phyllis knows like the business that she's running. She has right, an Airbnb was... in Palm Springs. Yeah, she knows exactly what she's yeah. doing. <laughs> she's making her money. Don't hate the player, hate the game. She <laughs> asked for it. She yeah. asked for also, it. it was, the things that go on in Palm Springs, this is probably the tamest thing that they've ever seen, you know? There are only two of us. How long have you been to the... <laughs> There have definitely been orgies in the past. Yeah. How many bedrooms are there? There are three. And I opened up, I was like, look, yeah, searching the house. I was like, oh, you know, shit goes down here. 
(laughs) (laughs) What gives away, what in an Airbnb gives away that it's an orgy-friendly Airbnb? A house with walls and a roof. That I mean, it doesn't take much. (laughs) Right, right. But sometimes you can tell when you go to an Airbnb, some of them are made for, like, tripping shrooms. Like, you know that the woman who started that, like, she has, like, crazy wallpaper. Like, it's just, like, you know that you're going to- Kara, you've been going to some Airbnbs recently, haven't you? I, I did trip shrooms at one and I was like, like, Angela knows why I'm here. Her fucking like <laughs> wallpaper is like reaching out at me. <laughs> uh, how long have you been dating your boyfriend? I, I should have done more research on you, Kevin. I'm sorry. Please, that doesn't matter. How would you know that? That's scary research. Google, Google's, uh, you have an Instagram. I'm sure if I went and looked, you, there are pictures. Yeah. You don't need to research that. It's all good. <laughs> We've been together four years. Wow. Little Long time. Years. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how. It's crazy. Like, just the time has just flown by. How'd you meet him? Uh, <laughs> we worked together. Okay. So he, he's an actor. Yeah. We just did, like, I did all the things you're not supposed to do. I. <laughs> he doesn't have to be an actor. He could be a boom mic guy. He could be yeah, a Yeah, maybe, maybe he's a, he's, he's a grip. He's a grip. Yeah, he's he's a holding grip. up. Grips uh, are hot. <laughs> Uh, uh, one hot. of those <laughs> twinks who grip. Yeah. <laughs> twinks who grip. <laughs> I'm starting an organization. <laughs> yes, yes. We need twinks way, way more <laughs> production twinks. side representation of twinks. <laughs> Their tiny arms just like can't hold. Them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, the union needs to step in and make sure we get some protein yeah. bars for these twinks. <laughs> Oh my god, I wish the visual of you holding up your arms and shaking them. (laughs) We need breaks every hour, every hour. Yeah. (laughs) Damn. I hope the listeners get that joke. I don't know that they're going to get it. But we did. Yeah, and that's all that matters. Yes, and that's what's most important. (laughs) Uh, We, yeah, he was like the lead on this miniseries. And then it was- He's a real weirdo, and obviously I was like, ooh, mysterious, I'm in. That's like yeah. a thing for you? Like a little Apparently, bit of a... Yeah, I was like, oh, he's not really being nice to me. I love him. <laughs> we all we all love that. We all love that. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I'm so the opposite. If a girl just even like vaguely, vaguely gives me any kind of smile or attention, I'm the biggest simp on the planet. Yeah, Same. you are. I, I guess it's anything. Yeah. <laughs> like I, whether they're nice or not, I'm like, oh... Look. Yeah. <laughs> that's cute How, did you guys like just hit it off immediately and it was like or did it take kind of time it took some time we didn't like get together for a couple months after we had worked together which was nice we built like a friendship first because also i was in an open relationship so oh okay so that like for me i was like oh well this is complicated now because being in like a physically open relationship, yeah. you always run the risk of, you know. Emotions. Emotions, which I was at my boyfriend at that time. He and I were very understanding of that. We're mm-hmm. still best friends, by the way. So oh, really? like we have. That's yeah. that's so nice. Yeah, that is. But at the time, then I would like text him and I was like, oh my God, this guy, Austin, he's so cute. And my boyfriend would be like, oh, that's so exciting. Isn't it fun when you have like a crush on somebody? He's like, yeah, I don't think you're getting it. I, <laughs> I, oh, yeah. no. It was, and I had, it was, he was my only relationship I'd ever been in at the time. And so I didn't really know what was going on. Like, Mm, this feels different than like other things. And like, I had never broken up with somebody before. So I didn't really know what. So it was complicated. So that must have been really hard. It was. It was weird. Luckily, so my boyfriend at the time, his name is Dwight. Do you guys name him? Did you just say Dwight? Oh, yeah. You ask, do oh. I just name him or do you guys yeah, name like, him? This, this office thing. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, well, this is uh, this is actually kind of Did you just weird. really <laughs> pick Dwight for me? <laughs> <laughs> That's his name. His name is Dwight. Name is Dwight. You are dating Rain Wilson from the office. <laughs> yeah, he's mysterious. <laughs> yes, anyway, so we eventually broke yeah, up. Dang. I ended up with Austin, who I'm with now, and... We're all one big happy family. I actually think it's worth, because some of our listeners are in open relationships. And how did you, at what, because it sounds like maybe you weren't having necessarily troubles in your relationship at the time. No. So for you, it was just really like, oh, this is giving me something that I maybe didn't know that I was missing. Like, how did you, how did you tackle that 
emotionally? What was your process? Well, I think, so how I've interpreted whether or not it's true, I don't know. But I, I think Austin ended up being the, he wasn't the cause of me breaking up with Marco, but he was sort of the catalyst in terms of mm. like leading up to that. Something in the back of my mind was like, well, I've only ever been in one relationship. Yeah, right. Something about that didn't sit right with me, but I knew it was sort of, it's, it felt dumb because there was nothing wrong with our relationship at all. Right, We right. were like fully an old married couple. Yeah. Like, yeah. we never got sick of each other. Like it was just everything, everything was good. But there was mm. that, I started to get sick of when I would, let's say, hook up with somebody else. And the whole thing about being an open relationship without I didn't want to lead anybody on ever or anything like that to make it messy and so it's always like the caveat of yeah let's hook up but also just so you know here's the deal yeah yeah so they knew if so if they had any other intentions like this is only going to go so far and at some point I was like well I kind of hate doing that because like what if I would like to go on a couple dates with somebody in a romantic mm. way so it wasn't really that anything was wrong with my relationship with Marco it was more of that I hadn't experienced romance with anybody else and and i remember talking to him at, at during this time being like it's not even like i want to go out and have another relationship i just want to be able to not have to have the caveat of this can only be a physical thing and yeah. i hope you're okay with that yeah whether that's bad or not i don't know but i think that was that was kind of ruminating in my head for a while uh, and then i met austin and i was like this is an example this is a perfect example of somebody that I would like to allow myself to get to know emotionally or romantically. Yeah. And I couldn't, and that was, I couldn't stop it. It was like just sort of happening. I was like, well, okay, so this is happening. Everybody needs to know what's up. An open relationship for us worked on the, the foundation of being super explicitly honest, truthful, yeah. yes. all yeah. of that communicative at all times. So yeah. I had to then sort of while, while I was processing it, also spit it out verbally to him. Like, this is where I am. I don't know what any of this means. And yeah. 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 I think that shows, oh, uh, is a great example of someone having a self-awareness about the doubts that they have going on. I think when you are starting, uh, those thoughts in the back of your head are worth listening to. And like, sometimes they're nothing and they'll go away. Mm -hmm. But if they keep poking at you and you're like, almost making behavioral ch changes based on those like little things that keep poking at you then it might be time to like look at your relationship and be like well what do I really want here I think that that's yeah. super important and a really yeah. great example of of listening to that little voice yeah we also had a really good open dialogue for our, the entirety of our relationship about we got together when I was I think 21 he was 18. Damn. You're young. And so wow. The likelihood of this lasting for a long time is probably slim to none. We're like, yeah. right. we don't, yeah. and that's why also we had an open relationship from the beginning because we emotionally were so into each other. We're like, I don't want to in two years start resenting you because I'm not able to do these like physical things because we hadn't been with that many people. Yeah. Right, right, right. And so we just sort of like went down that path, but we always openly talked about like one day when we break up, like, yeah. Whoa, yeah. And so weirdly, did you, did you have incredible parenting? <laughs> like, why are you like so emotionally sound? And I'm not, I'm not emotionally sound. That, <laughs> that this is, I'm like very impressed by the maturity that you had when you were 20. This is something that I have only achieved recently after no, no, no. so much work. <laughs> because this is me speaking as a 32 year old in hindsight. Yeah. At the time, we didn't know what the hell we were doing at all and I was super jealous for the se several years like I the open relationship thing I wanted it but didn't know how to like rectify it on my end for like when he mm. would do things and so that took oh now I feel like I'm a pro at it but even though I'm in a monogamous relationship now I would honestly say a lot of it has to do with Marco who I was with and his mom that I was around all the time because I lived in California without my parents I was 18 growing up here oh. and then befriended his family and she's like, they're Brazilian. She's like super spiritual, like hippie woman. Brazilians well known for raising children who do well in uh, open relationships. Very <laughs> a common stereotype of no. the Brazilian. Yes. <laughs> you said that you're still friends. Do you think kind of like transferring from like uh, in a relationship to friends, was that difficult or was that fairly easy at that point? It only worked because Marco 
who got the shitty end of the deal in terms of like he was the one getting broken up with uh-huh. he is incredibly he understood that the most important thing was our friendship like we grew up together mm. and neither of us wanted to lose that yeah i don't know how he did it because i don't know how i would react if i was in his position but he really made the effort of and i could see you can see that you know it's like someone i know so well whereas like this is not easy for him but he is making a concerted effort to show up to talk to still be in each other's lives and the first year austin and i were together it was definitely a little weird sure. for both yeah, of them sure yeah, yeah yeah because austin was like why is he around all the time right it's like how i met your mother <laughs> yeah it, but it was like look austin here's the deal marco and i are family he's not going away yeah and i understand yeah. how this is like shitty so i'm going to like we're, i'm gonna it's gonna take some time but he's not going anywhere and i understand if that's a problem for you whoa and that's totally fine like we're not gonna hang out with him every day but like every now and then like he's one of my best friends now it's like there's no problem my ex has actually moved into my house Whoa. <laughs> like we we all went last Jan- or the last like trip i took we all went to um marco's family's like beach house in brazil Mark was there with his new boyfriend and I had Austin and so it's all it's all good That's so sweet I think it's such a special thing about being gay and look I don't want to leave straight people out of this but I do think (laughs) no they can be I do think (laughs) I think when you're in a same sex or just I'm sure this applies to people who are you know trans and you're dating another trans person whatever the identifiers are when you have it's just different i think and you're more able to build this friendship because like of the shared trauma it i don't know for me like i've stayed friends or at least wanted to stay friends with everyone that i've dated because it's like i don't know like i i don't i just feel like you're it's such an important person in your life i never hear that from straight people that never happens with them I, what is that why do you think that is is it just like the gender thing or is it is it that there are no gay people and we need to hang on to as many friends as possible? <laughs> like what is what is it? Yeah, I don't I, it's I an don't open know. question. I don't know. I, I don't know either. I guess it. I do meet a lot more queer people that are friends with their exes. I think also like when you when you're brought up like you're kind of like taught like the opposite sex like that that is who you're dating and then you're everyone else like in your same gender is your friend and now as we get older and gender is like not a thing anymore and now we're kind of like (laughs) not real yeah it's not real so (laughs) get over it (laughs) I think now we're kind of like oh you can really like bridge that gap I think society has done a lot of work to teach us that like you can't be friends with the opposite sex I also think that does pass on to some like queer relationships too because i like when i first got with austin he had also never been in a relationship before and he had sort of these me after coming you know like through this eight-year journey of like we're open everybody's friends it's free love whatever and then <laughs> it was, was like, the 60s was just, i was yeah. born in 58 <laughs> 69 was insane <laughs> i was 11 years old <laughs> Having tons of orgies with all of my friends. <laughs> he, he was very much of the mind of like, if we ever broke up, we would never be friends. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, what? I'm like, why? Like, if yeah. if I don't do something horrible to you and you don't do something horrible to me, like, the, this relationship was built upon a friendship. Like, yeah. why yeah. that have to go anywhere? And now, four years later, after I've corrupted his mind, <laughs> he's like, if we do ever break up and you start dating somebody else, I'm just going to need, like, two years. I'm like, even if you break up with me, he's like, yeah. I'm going to need, like, two years because I'm going to be such an asshole to that person. Whoa. And then we can be friends. I was like, oh, yeah. you've come a long way. <laughs> I think it is, like, the heteronormative societal I things that too. we're told for no reason. Yeah that like well you break up you you can't be friends with them because like what if what if you start to feel feelings for them or what if it's like yeah 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 it's yeah. all these completely bullshit ideas that were so ingrained to our in our heads yeah in terms of how relationships are supposed to work it's like well no and maybe it's healthier if we don't completely cut somebody out of our lives yeah i agree well i i do you have time do you have a little bit of time because we have not gotten to gara <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. This is great. Great. 
Wow. Because I would totally, I would totally cut them from the entire show if you had to go. No, you'd no, miss no, no. my Natasha Leone joke. So that solidified <laughs> my place in this episode. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think we need 15 minutes more of office content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we do too. <laughs> Lover's name, Dwight. Thank you. Uh, I'm so happy for you and Dwight. Ke- yeah. Kevin and Dwight. Oh my God, what a weird office gay fanfic that would be. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, Kevin the go. accountant. Someone write it, that. Though. I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> Gara, before we get to your gay section this week, I just want to do a quick little plug for the Patreon because we have Kevin doing a half an hour of bonus content on the Patreon this week. We have an amazing story. I'm just going to give you a little preview. Uh, and that's it. Here's the preview. I literally was performing Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> I was singing soprano for you in the living room. Like, what did you do? Do you remember like those people use them for like science fair projects, like the cardboard things that open up? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The trifold poster board. Yes. I was that height. That's all because I could stand behind (laughs) it. That was my stage. Like, that was my backdrop. And I could stand behind it and change costumes. So if you want to check out that clip, go head over to patreon.com slash WHGS. If you want some merch from the podcast, you can go to we'rehavinggaysex.com. And if you want to see me live in uh, an outdoor COVID safe environment, go sign up for my tour dates either on ashleygavin.com or we'rehavinggaysex.com. Thanks, everybody. Um, Gara, did you have gay sex this week? Uh, yes, I did, but that's not what I'm going to talk about. Uh, my story, actually, I think it's a pretty good story. Kevin, I reserved this story. I locked it away in my tiny little <gasps> golden vault, did my code, <laughs> which is singing. Just kidding. Okay. Uh, and I pulled it out. <laughs> I'm like, dot, 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 <laughs> Okay. Kara, you are on fucking fire. I'm so Thank upset you, that I'm not Ashley. killing it the way that you are today. No, you are killing it as well. You are killing no, it. No, I'm not. It's me. You're both fucking nailing it. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you, Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Well, um, I'm going to tell a story about the Dyke March from two years ago. I don't think we've talked about Pride on this podcast ever. Very little. Ever very told little. A Pride story. Dylan, Dylan Adler had that story about jerking off those two guys in the bathroom. I think that took place story. during Pride. Yeah, that was during Pride. <laughs> they were also Brazilian. Oh, yeah, they were. Wow. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Uh, Kevin, Don't listen have to you, that episode, listener. Have you been, you've been to New York Pride, right? Have I jerked off in a bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you know all about three guys jerking off in a bathroom. Yeah, it's a rite of passage. <laughs> I have not been to New York Pride. Damn. I would have thought that they would have had like a glee float or some shit like yeah, that. I don't know what the fuck we were doing. We should have been. Yeah, that's really interesting. The first Pride I ever went to was for... Four years ago. Just went? You weren't, like, performing in San Francisco. Or no, it was for, like, promotion of the miniseries I was in where I met my boyfriend. Oh, whoa. Okay. And we got to, like, be in the parade. And it was the best thing. I was texting my parents, sending them pictures. My dad's like, I want to go someday. I was like, damn right. <laughs> That's fun. so cool. Yeah. I my I dream of having or we're having gay sex float at Pride. I, That'd like, be awesome. I actually... I dream about That'd it. That'd be really cool. So if you're, we should get like blown up figures of like the both of us. <laughs> I'm getting birthed <laughs> from like a vagina. <laughs> Mine is just a backwards hat. Backwards hat. You, you, Kevin, you haven't. I'm. I don't know if you've seen the the. Uh, it's my patented look. No one else is allowed to wear a backwards. I'm not wearing it right now. I'm trying yeah, I'm to phase it out, and yet it follows it me today. around. Kevin is not a femme woman that I'm trying oh, to impress. Whoa, you're right. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, when Demi was That's on your when I bring it out. Like, hey, what's hey, up? Hey, hey. Do, do you like, like, hey, do you like The Office? I you. love The Office. What's your favorite episode? Mine's the one with Kevin McHale when he plays the pizza boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay anyway this two years ago was my first pride ever i'd never been to pride ever before and it was also my first dyke march um for anyone who doesn't know what the dyke march is um what were you i just don't know play? i just <laughs> the dykes come marching in they're on their bikes they are the dykes she took off her hat she's not gay anymore all right. Sorry, it didn't rhyme, wow. but I tried. Okay. 
There's something there, though. I love it. We have Kevin McHale in this episode, and we've sung through this whole thing, and he hasn't sung once. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, you want to hear us sing? <laughs> Let me tell you about my skateboard. I don't know why I picked Frozen. Why did you, do you yeah. want to build a snowman? <laughs> I don't know. It was just the first thing that came to my head. It's improv. You have to right. let go. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Woo, my face hurts from smiling so much. Oh, oh good. Yay. Really feels good to laugh again. It does, Ugh. doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, first Dyke March was very excited. Uh, this was back when I was still still a little non-binary baby going by she, her, was like, hardcore lesbian showed up at the hello oh, well, I'm straight now <laughs> I'm straight now <laughs> did you ever identify as a lesbian I thought you were mostly identifying as bi no I had a, a good I still you had a moment of full do. gay yeah I mean like honestly like I see I'm I'm dancing around this because I don't want anyone to I identify no, as a dyke. Gara, I will protect you against <laughs> the you. angry Actually, lesbians really who are like. I force field around me when people show up in my dance. They're like, you can't say that word. Um, you can't say dyke because you live up in and you call your vagina a pussy. And also you have a mullet, but the but the pan kind, yeah. not the gay kind. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. Let Gara. Gara's wow, got. Like my mom. <laughs> Let Gary just do what they want to do. Thank Jesus you, Christ. Damn, thank go you. Go eat pussy. God. Yeah, stop go wasting eat pussy, your time. You guys. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> You I... haven't even started your story, <laughs> I and I think we asked you I'm 10 minutes ago. It. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I, okay, so I'm going to the Dyke March. I am wearing, I decided, <laughs> I bought this, like, on Etsy, this tiny little vest that was like had an American flag on it, like bedazzled American flag. My tits, my boy tits were like fully out and I was like, fuck it, I don't care. It was riding on the train, wore like Uniqlo, like red underwear and like literally that's all I had on my body. Um, and showed up, <laughs> met up with my friends and I was like so amped. I put some tequila in a water bottle, but if any lawyers or cops or anyone's listening, I didn't put tequila in a water bottle. And I was like drinking from a swell bottle. Like it was fully like noon. And for anyone who doesn't know, the Dyke Mart just huge. You walk like I think like I think it's like five miles or something. Like start in the middle of Manhattan, walk all the way down to uh, Washington Square Park. I'm like yeah. really feeling myself, having a great time. And then I'm walking. And there's uh, this girl in front of me and she turns around and I realize it's this girl I've had a crush on for like for just like a year. Like she was in the comedy scene. Who is this person? I'm not, I'm I'm not going to tell you on the podcast, but Patreon content. <laughs> I'm about to start naming open mic don't, lesbian don't, don't, comedians. Don't, 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 Here we go. Stop, Here's a list of comedians Ashley. that you've never heard of. This. No, but she's like, anyway, <sighs> is let it, me finish the story. No, it's not. Is Kendall it that girl? Shut the fuck up. I don't up. know let her last name. Ashley. Let me finish this. Kevin's like, what the fuck's going on? Anyway, so. You're crying. <laughs> she, Kevin's like, who are these lesbians? This is all getting cut out anyway. Let me finish this. It gets better. She turns around and I'm like, oh my God. Like, I can't believe I ran into her of all places at the Dyke March. And uh, she like turned around. She looked absolutely hot. She had just come out of the closet. Like had just come out. And I was like, fuck yeah. I thought that I had a crush on like a straight girl for the longest time. I was like, this is awesome. I was like, thank you, gay gods. She's fat. <laughs> thank you, Kevin McHale, Leah Michelle. <laughs> Darren <laughs> <Chris>. Leah <laughs> Michelle, Leah Michelle literally <laughs> descends from the heavens, goes up to this femme girl at the dyke march, and is like, hey, you're gay, right? Just <laughs> like touches her shoulder, like, you are now gay. So we were walking for a while. Like, I was like, okay. There's like a party after this. I was like, hey, are you going to go to the after party? And she was like, yeah, I think so. I was like, okay. And this other person I know from the comedy scene, they were like, oh, Garrett, it's so nice to see you. I was like, hell yeah. I'm not even like kind of like paying attention. I was like, wow, so cool that they're both here and together. Isn't that so fun? Like Aww. I was just like, like literally trying to like flirt with this girl. And like this other person was like, you know, 
gabbing with me because we're friends and I was like wow we're having so much fun I'm probably gonna like hook up with this girl later I was like fuck yeah so fun you guys and then we like get done with the dyke march and I'm like my friends are like um okay I think we're gonna go to like a little party after this and then we're gonna go to the after party and I was like okay let me just like make sure this girl is like gonna go there and I like yeah, went up to her I yeah, was like hey, get her number am I gonna <laughs> no but I was like hey could I are you am I gonna see you later and she was like yeah yeah you'll see me I was like awesome this night rocks I like am kind of tipsy on this like very warm tequila in my swell bottle mm. we go to this NYU like RA door like some person was like an RA is so, this a necessary part of the is this a Gara detour that we're going into very the, it's not a Gara detour. we love I just want to tell Kevin that we love a Gara detour we like to make sure that we've covered every single location mm -hmm. possible during the the time Eat the picture Eat the picture <laughs> I'm a storyteller. What can I say? We're in this RA dorm. There's no furniture whatsoever. We're like all like queers just like sitting on the ground and like a little circle going around and being like, my favorite uh, ice cream is mint chocolate chip and I'm pansexual. Yeah, we're all singing Glee. <laughs> Damn. Um, <laughs> and so we're sitting around in the circle and I'm like, I'm kind of tipsy. My close friends like are is there. she there? She's not there. This is important to my Gera. This is like pre-Gera now, how I kind of came out of the they-them vagina and was, wow, <laughs> that was not cute. Anyway, I <laughs> was sitting in this circle, and uh, we're going around and saying our pronouns. And I'm like, oh, like, oh my what? God, are you fucking serious? Yeah, I'm like, what? This is what conservatives fear about the world, <laughs> that a bunch of queer people are sitting in a furnitureless room in a circle just saying their pronouns. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Are you saying joking? Your pronouns and, and then you're rising and your sun and your moon. <laughs> no, you you're joking. <laughs> that is exactly what they, that at CPAC right now, this is what they're talking about. <laughs> Right. They're yeah. sitting around in a circle in a furnitureless room just saying their favorite Donald Trump pubic hair. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what the fuck they do. But they have like hellfire surrounding them. It's a little bit. Right. Right. Yeah. And guess what? You're all paying me right now. So <laughs> I'm on unemployment, bitch. <laughs> you can keep signing my checks, assholes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, just make sure the check clears. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So I'm kind of like having this realization like I don't think I want to say she her. I'm like. I don't think that's me anymore. Like I, whether it was like me marching with like a bunch of like lesbians all day in the hot sun with my Leah Michelle is Leah Michelle is right behind you, going, "It's they them," <laughs> in your yeah. ear. It's they. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, Leah Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it gets to me, and I'm like, my. My pronouns are they, them. And all of my friends, like, just go fucking crazy. Like, we won, like, the Women's World Cup. Like, we were just like, yeah, like, popping bottles. I'm like, I'm trans, bitch. Like, I was like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, and so I was, like, super high on all of that. I was like, fuck yeah. We go out. We go to this after party. We It's this, like, dyke run after party in, like, Bushwick. We get in. I'm kind of And they of, don't like, let you in. <laughs> They're like, what there's a bouncer. There's a bouncer. Like, what are your pronouns? They're like our friend. They're like, we can't see them. They're a ghost. <laughs> anyway, I go into this party. I'm like, this is my night. Like, I'm like fucking trans baby USA. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. Get into this party. My friends and I order drinks. I'm like, where's this girl? Like, I gotta find this girl. And I like find her in line at the bathroom. And I'm like this is my chance. Like I'm fucking, I'm on cloud nine. I can do anything. I just came out to my friends and right. yeah, I'm yeah. like talking to this girl and I'm like, I'm like, you know, like putting on the moves, like just being like super yeah. cool. And then my friend walks up. I was like, Hey, you're here too. And they're like, yeah. And then they just start making out. And I was like, Oh no. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on here? And they were like, we started dating today. We met each other today. And <laughs> I think we're just like meant to be. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> and that's how I know that God hates trans people. <laughs> you shouldn't have gotten to that NYU room and come out of the closet. Yeah, I shouldn't have. You missed your shot.
I did. Yeah. That day. That day. <laughs> like right in front of you, like you witnessed this shit happening in the fucking parade. I did. I think I. Mark. I think they asked us, like, could you just say a few words? I was like, do you take this person to be your lawfully <laughs> wedded person? They were like, I do. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, I think I Wait, married them. Gara, are they still together? No. Please, for the love of God, I will bleep it. It won't even go into the Patreon. Who the fuck are these people? I must know. Please bleep this. Kevin, you can't tell anyone. I know. I know. I won't. Okay, but say it slowly if you could. <laughs> um, okay, so the girl is You looked her up, Kevin. <laughs> Yeah, I looked her up too. She's pretty cute though. She was the one that was in front of you in the Yeah, yeah. Ke Kevin, you gave us so yeah, much you, of your time. We really went off. I wh where else I got to be? <laughs> in Palm Springs. <laughs> Fucking in some woman's pool. <laughs> That's true. Well, this was Oh, sorry, Gary. Oh, I was just going to say the same thing. Kevin, you're awesome. Thank you for everything. You're awesome. This was is, such a delight. Is there Anything that you want the audience, the listeners, the audience, I don't know what I'm doing here, to know, like, you're in, where Where do you want them to go and follow you? What do they, what do you want them to know about what you're working on? What is all I that? Mean, if you want to follow me, just, it's my name on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow. I went to, I was at Chipotle the other day, and the person ringing me, like, at the cashier, whatever, they were like, I follow you on Twitter and you are wild. I was like, yes, I know. I'm so sorry. I... <laughs> so if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Druid Dude because I can't get my own name. And someone's doing fanfic. Shit. I just go off on people. It's mostly politics and Fuck sex. Yeah, so that's awesome. Hey guys, it is 1.43. Oh my God. It's 1.43 in the morning. I love you i don't know if you guys did that when you were you, i like one four three like i love you okay well that is fitting because instead of a gay thought today i'm doing a little gay gratitude um we've been pretty high in the charts the past few weeks and i have just been overwhelmed by uh how popular the podcast is and um the nice things that you guys all say and the fact that you even listen I know I've said this before but I'm just I, if you had told me when I was a kid that, th that such a thing could exist and be kind of mainstream um I never would have believed you I never would have believed that I could have been a cool gay comedian and in the culture and zeitgeist I know I sound like a fucking nerd because I frankly I am but maybe this is a gay thought the gay thought of the day is when you were a kid if, if you ever dreamed of being some sort of artist or musician or actor or comedian it was so hard to picture yourself doing that as a queer person or at least it was for me you know I looked at the people that I admired and they were never gay and they were never cool and out and doing their thing and admired and were cool for it and now I feel like the world has totally changed and it's not perfect but because it has changed um it has opened so many doors for me to do work like this and so I know it can be really really hard sometimes maybe you're in a place where it's not it's not cool to be gay <laughs> wow what <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm such a loser, but uh, it will get better, and it has gotten better for me, and I just love that you guys listen to this, and I love that you reach out to me. Um, yeah, I'm happy. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>